What's up, everybody? It's Jay Miller. I am a developer marketer. That is a marketer that does development specifically for people in the development space. I work with many creators, many developer creators, whether it's on courses or their video content, audio content, or just trying to get that business off the ground, that idea off the ground. And I am riding solo today. It wasn't my plan. It just kind of is what is happening. You see, I had an episode, but due to an issue with the recording, as it happened, that it's entirely my fault, I do not have audio, or at least good audio, that I can present at least if I want to stay on schedule. So, so I thought about this doing a, a solo pit reflections type thing for, for the audience, for you listeners, and for the people that just don't really know all about what Pitt is. You see, we have way more people that listen to the podcast than those that are engaged in the community. And to me, that means something. That means that there are people who, who are missing the opportunity to get connected with other creators and people who have aspirations and want to improve what it is that they're doing. Now, Pitt is going on five years old this year. Uh, a lot has changed since day one. In fact, there are still thousands of people who are signed up for the old podcast um, feed that I still need to fix. I need to get that, that feed fixed because I feel like people have thought that Pitt has just died on the vine somewhere. And that's not the best uh, experience for people. But I have to think about what it is that Pitt is doing and what I plan to do with Pitt. I've mentioned it a couple of times in the podcast before. Pitt officially became a business back in October of last year, uh, a month after my daughter was born. That was a deciding point for me to start taking the idea of being able to spend more time with family, to be able to focus more on the community, and in the end, be able to do more than I ever imagined before. And if you notice that there's some dings going off, I'm sorry, I'm... Yeah, I, I know proper protocols to have everything muted and stuff, but I'm, I've actually got like code being pushed live. So I'm like actually needing to hear those responses. So I, I do ask that you bear with me. I'll try to edit them out if I can. But 
I wanted to take a second to talk about some of the things that Pitt has going on and give a little bit of an update as to where we are some 10 months later in Pitt's business life. Uh, if you want to know more about that, I do actually reveal a lot of this information every single week to premium members. Uh, premium members are people who help support the show, help support the community, help support the business. Uh, Pitt, the goal of Pitt is to eventually be 100% for the community, providing to the community. And... I would like to get to a point where we can offer more and more things for free in hopes that a few people who are in a position to help support the company, help support what, you know, what I'm doing in the company, in the community, and what a few select others are doing in the company and in the community, that they will be able to benefit just from those select few people. But until that happens... I have to continue to provide a set of resources or a set of services that I'm capable of providing. Uh, for me, that is in the form of editing and in the form of marketing. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, um, talk about why I do that, what I do with that, and ultimately what I'd like to see happen in those areas. So uh, the biggest place that Pitt makes its money currently is with podcast editing. Uh, we have a few clients who have their own podcasts that they send to me directly. I edit them. Um, I treat it almost like logo design where I have a three round process where I send them edits. They come back with changes. I make those changes, send it back to them, and then we go about our business and on to the next one. Uh, that is where the majority of Pitt's income comes in. Well, I won't say the majority, about 50 to 60% of their income. Uh, with that, I have made some investments of one being the system that I'm talking to you on right now, my Mac Mini, a 2018 Mac Mini, and uh, Logic Audio Pro Studio, whatever they call it, Logic Pro X, I think is what it's called. Um, as well as Alphonic Leveler and Isotope Standard, Isotope Audio Repair, uh, or RX-7, which is one of the most advanced tools I've ever gotten to use when it comes to algorithmically cleaning up audio and making it sound way better than I could do by hand. Um, all of those come at a cost, and... But as I'm able to help others, it also helps me. You know, I'm able to make the podcast sound better, make my audio sound better. Uh, if you notice, we were talking about in the podcast before getting new equipment and how I've been able to increase the quality of the audio really without making many changes to the setup up until a few months ago. And well, not even a few months ago. I, I think the first episode where there was a, you know, I, I used the new audio equipment provided to me. Thank you so much. Um, by icon pro audio, they sent 
me these tools and said, hey, you know, we're really hoping to connect with more podcasters. Here's some equipment. We hope you enjoy it. And it it really has been a good way to increase my audio quality. But a lot of that beforehand was done using these tools and refining a process. Now, I know that not everyone can afford audio editing. Uh, one, editors are not cheap, and cheap editors shouldn't be trusted. Uh, I know how long it takes for me to edit audio, to properly edit audio. I know where corners can be cut. I know where corners often get cut. And even with these high-quality tools, if you want someone to care for your audio, they're going to charge you a good chunk of change. Now I, I charge eight, <clears throat> now I charge eighty dollars for what I do, but I've heard of people charging way less than that, and I can only imagine what they're really doing. They're throwing it into something like Alphonic Leveler, which will do a, a D hum, which will level the audio out, and then they boost it all into one channel, they cut out some ums and they call it a day. Uh, they don't worry about EQ settings, they don't worry about uh, making sure that your timing is proper, they don't worry about um, cleaning up background noise from your channels. Uh, if, if Leveler doesn't get it, oh well, that's not their problem anymore. And of course, it's always a struggle trying to fight against people who are constantly taking shortcuts in order to undercut you know, profits, you know, or the ability to do the work. But again, I have my, my clientele, they trust the work that I do. They like the work that I do. So I continue to do it. That said, not everyone again can afford editing at a premium. And I don't want to hear about people who are getting scammed by editors so that they, you know, can save themselves a few minutes. So one of the things that I've been wanting to do is put together uh, a little bit of a group of individuals who are thinking about creating a podcast, have a podcast and want to take it to the next level, or just want to make sure they're not missing any pieces of the puzzle in podcasting. So I don't know what that's going to look like right now, but if you're interested in that, please let me know, because that, that is something that I've been actively thinking about. I've been actively workshopping, uh, asking people in the community about uh, if they want that or not. And it seems, it seems kind of hit or miss. It's like the people that do want it aren't in the community, but the people that don't necessarily know if they want it or not are in the community, but they would have to see what it is, how much it costs, all those things. Uh, the more people I have, the more feedback I have, the easier it will be for me to provide a service that the majority of you will be able to benefit from. The other side of what I do is video editing, uh, very similar to the audio editing. Again, I, I try to use uh, top of the line tools and make sure that I'm taking care when and actually focusing very very hard on producing 
quality that I'm proud of and that the creator, the original creator, is also proud of. And for that, it's, it's a similar thing where my rates are, you know, it took me a long time to get confident enough to charge rates that I felt were adequate for the work that I'm doing. But I feel confident now in saying that, you know, we charge $3 a minute on audio. And the reason we charge by the minute and not the hour is because we want to be the source that you can go to for your coursework, for YouTube, for uh, if you're doing Twitch streaming and you want to turn some of those clips into VODs or if you want to take a piece of the stream and turn it into a uh, to turn it into video content for another platform we want to be able to work and be flexible with the content that you give us so if you think about it a five minute video it costs you fifteen dollars which really isn't a lot of money and you know if you have if you have a way to monetize your content in the grand scheme fifteen dollars isn't a lot of money but we do understand that yes, we're charging more than the people who are on Fiverr. <laughs> you know, check out those Fiverr videos. And again, you know, I've thought about doing, you know, courses on how to get started with streaming and get started with, you know, building a YouTube channel and all those things. Uh, it's not something I'm too particular, uh, too particularly invested in right now. Right now, the podcast course definitely has my attention a little bit more only because I have more experience in that space. Uh, if I wanted to if I wanted to branch out into the video content side of things more, I would need to create more and push out more video. And right now I just don't have the bandwidth to do that. And we're going to talk about that in a, in a second, but I'm going to speed this up a little bit. Uh, the the third point where I make income is through coaching. Uh, for those that don't know, Productivity in Tech started as a productivity channel for people in the tech space because I saw many, many people who were developers, many, many people who were tech workers listening to productivity-based podcasts, but also thinking, this won't work for me because I'm on a help desk or I'm a UX developer and I have to check my email and I have to have, you have to be able to, to accept inputs and or accept feedback from my customers or things like that. I wanted to make sure that I created a space for productivity that developers could feel like their concerns were being addressed. And and this is where I struggle the most because I don't know which one to me is more important. What is productivity in tech? Is it being productive, you know, for the sake of productivity? Is it, you know, being on time, having a better work-life balance or whatever that means? Or is it creating content and community that will encourage you and inspire you to achieve the things that you didn't believe that you could achieve or that you didn't know how to achieve what is productivity in that space and that's where i need your help let me know let me know by joining the slack channel again we've got five more days four more days before i close the slack channel down and start checking 
the community internally for answers. But I'm also going to be reaching out and I want people to reach out to me. Email me info at productivityintech.com. Let me know what does productivity in tech mean to you? The other side of that, I've talked about it a couple of times, and this is where we make the least amount of our money in, and I hope it stays this way. The community. We do have premium memberships. They're $10 a month or $100 a year. It, it's very realistic that that will go up in the new year. Um, that amount may stay the same, but we may offer more things at, for a higher price range. And in order to do that, we want to make sure that we're offering things that are of interest to our community members. I don't want to charge people more just for the sake of charging them more. I want to charge them more to provide them with more, to give them more, to give them things that they're going to want, things that they're going to feel that they need. But I can't do that without knowing what those things are. So again, it's really important that the community reaches out to me and lets me know. You can do that via email. You can do that via the newsletter. If you get the newsletter, just reply and that goes straight to my inbox. I write those newsletters. I write newsletters for other people as well. Uh, but I do want to know what it is that I can do, what Pitt can do to give the community some form of value, so much value that people are willing to compensate Pitt for it. And, and the reason I'm so caught up in this idea of compensation is that Pitt can only grow as big as I have the energy and the time to continue to nurture it. Uh, it's like it's like a plant. You have to water a plant. You have to feed a plant. You have to make sure that it's being taken care of. You have to make sure that you have the, you know, pests not coming in and, and slowly killing your plant. You have to do that work. And that takes time. That takes time away from me as a husband. That takes time away from me as a father. Right now, I'm not spending time with my family because I'm recording this podcast. And while I enjoy each and every member in the community and each and every second that I get when I spend it with the members of the community, it becomes really hard to justify taking time away from my family in order to provide content that may not even matter to folks on the other end. So it's important, not just for me, but for other people that you listen to, other people that you support and endorse, you let them know like how they're helping you. You know, out of all of this talk, I feel like that is the nug. That's the thing that content creators want. They want feedback. Is it good feedback? Maybe. Is it bad feedback? Maybe. But content creators want to feel like they're not wasting their time. App developers want to feel like they're not wasting their time. One of the biggest things that people who are interested in coaching services ask me about are how can I get my community to give me feedback? And, and the scary thing is I don't have an answer to that because you can't make people 
tell you what's going on. You can only ask. So I'm here asking everyone listening, like, let us know. Let us know how Pitt can help you. Let us know the things that you like about Pitt. Let us know about the things that you want to learn more about from Pitt, whether it's our editing services for podcasts or courses or video, whether it's um, how to start a podcast and what that looks like, whether it's uh, you're interested in joining our J&J Media Co-op where we pull resources together to make creating quality podcasts cheaper for individuals, um, whether it's course content or the idea of, of courses, whether it's you know, some of the products that we want to make, Pitt is not about any one particular thing. And most people will tell you that that is not a good idea. One of my favorite companies out there, there's, there's two. There's uh, the team over at Basecamp. Uh, 37 Signals is what they were called before. Now they're just Basecamp. And they started as a design studio making a bunch of different things and they built the tool that is known as Basecamp as a way to make their job easier and they noticed that their clients were wanting to use the tool themselves so then they doubled down and focused on that. Another company is Panic. Panic stays small intentionally. You know they follow the company of one methodology from Paul Jarvis. And there are many, many companies out there that are doing this. Um, shout out to Derek Reimer and, and the um, Art of Product podcast. Um, shout out to all of the people that, you know, Justin Jackson and John Buddha who are doing Transistor, uh, where we actually host this podcast on. But none of these the things would have taken off had it not been for the feedback that their users, that their clients were able to give them. I don't know what the next step for Pitt is. I don't. I genuinely don't know. That's why I'm taking some time away from doing interviews to figure that out. I don't know what is going to work for Pitt. I don't know what's going to work for me as an individual, but what I do know is that I have poured four or five years into this community to see it become what it is today. And I can't be more proud of the people that are in there, the people that we've connected with, the people that we've had on the show, to see all of them continue to do things and I feel like everyone has a direct focus other than us. And I want to fix that. I want to give 2020 a, a singular focus as to what Pitt is about and to give it a chance to grow like all of the people around us that we are bringing onto the show and, and connecting with and getting feedback from the people that are giving us feedback. You know, it's funny. I sat down and had a coaching call with Margot Aaron from That Seems Important, and she's an amazing, amazing content writer. And the, it was funny. I was telling her about all the editing and 
video editing and marketing stuff and all of this stuff that was generating X revenue and Y profit and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, she said, it sounds like you want to invest in your community, but you can't figure out how to create content for them in a way that allows you to focus on it full time. And she's right. I don't. I have no idea how to do that. When I look at what my budget is, and I'm being 100% transparent here, in order for me to quit my job and focus on Pitt full-time, I would need to make about $10,000 a month. Now, people doing the math, they're like, good Lord, that's a lot of money. I understand. I'm not asking anyone to provide me with $10,000 a month. But that's the reality that I live in. I have a mortgage. I have a daughter. I have a wife. I have a car note. I have medical debt. <laughs> Last year, I had lost my driver's license for 10 months due to a medical condition that was causing me to faint. And, you know, after I got the medical bills, I really wanted to faint. That is the life that we live in. This is the quote unquote American dream that so many people talk about. I want to be financially independent. Well, that's great. However, life doesn't care about your ideas of financial independence. All they care about is that they get their money. So my goal for 2020 is to get to a point where Pitt is making $10,000 a month. And I'm willing to put in the hours to make that revenue. The question is, is what am I doing to actually make that happen? I've done the math. I can do 60 hours of audio content a week and make that revenue. I can do, you know, 52 hours of video content a week and make that revenue. I can pump out courses, you know, two or three a month and sell them to or co-host them on Udemy or Vimeo or, or all these other areas where these other platforms where I don't actually own my content. I could do that and make that money. But all of those things take away from what I'm able to give to the community. So I want to challenge the community right now to say, what can I offer you that you would be willing to put your money where your mouth is? Whether it's a dollar, whether it's $10, whether it's $100. What could I do for you, the member of the community, to get that feedback, to let you know, like, hey, that thing that you're doing, that's worth it to me. But also, if you did this, that would be worth it even more. That would make me want to put my money where my mouth is. Let me know. You can let me know on Twitter, KJY Miller, or you can tweet to Productivity and Tech at prod underscore in underscore tech. Or if you don't want to talk about it in public, you can email me at info at productivityintech.com. There's going to be a lot that's happening in the next few months. 
I want you to be a part of it. I want you to have the opportunity to connect and help shape Pitt into the service that you are looking for, the service that you would you hope would exist in the world to help you with whatever problems you're having, whether they're productivity, whether they're marketing, whether they're uh, development uh, assistance or things like that. I'm offering myself up to assist you. And I hope that I can get some of you or at least just one of you to respond back and say, Hey, I believe in what you're doing. This is how you can best help me. And this is what I would be willing to provide in exchange for that. Again, let me know on Twitter, KJYMiller or prod underscore and underscore tech. Or if you want to email me, you can do so at info at productivityintech.com. I'm going to leave it like this. I'm not going to do intro and outro music. Um, again, Pitt's not going anywhere. I know this was a very, very different episode. Uh, but I really want to make sure that people understand that when I say I'm serious about seeing Pitt grow into the business, into the brand, into the community that helps one another, that I believe it can be, I really do, I really do want to see that. But in order to do that, I can't do it alone and I have to have your help. Hey, before we jump into this episode, it's going to be a little bit different, but uh, not for the reason that I'm talking to you now beforehand. Uh, I didn't do any intro, outro music or anything like that. I don't have a guest. It's just me talking. But before we jump into that, I want to let you know that community member, community member Charlie Chapman just launched his latest app, Dark Noise. Uh, it's actually his first app. Uh, he, we're going to be going into more detail about that next week in the next episode, but I was super excited to be able to help test this app. It's a, a white noise generator. It does what it does extremely well in great fashion. And Charlie is one of the people who I have known not for very long, but in the few, the few weeks of knowing him, my respect for him as a developer, as a person, um, just my overall just Im impression of him is, is someone who not only is determined to learn more by doing and, and putting things out there and taking chances, but wanting to really create a product that fits what he believes is best for his customers and for his users. So if you've been looking for a white noise generator, uh, something that you want to use when you're at the coffee shop and you want to focus or you need something to help you go to sleep at night, I've been using it every night since I started testing it uh, a week or two ago. And I have to say that it definitely works. I find myself nodding off and waking up in the morning with the, with the timer uh, system already being you know deactivated and turned off and I don't remember ever hearing it shut off which means that it's doing its job it's calming me down and and getting ready for me to go to sleep but 
I just wanted to talk about that really quick. It's going to be on iOS only on the iPhone. And yeah, we're really rooting for Charlie to have a great launch. Congratulations, Charlie. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited to uh, follow along this journey with you and also to watch as you continue to grow in understanding what it takes to create a successful app and to have a successful app launch. But he can't do that by himself. It requires people out there like you. So support the pit crew, go out there, get on your app store and, and look for Dark Noise. Uh, it's a really cool logo. It's by Charlie Chapman. Uh, who is in the pit community and if you're in the slack group be sure to let charlie know congratulations and and to give him a, a big we're rooting for you now on to the show what's up folks i know this is a premium uh content here so the file that you got in the feed was a little bit longer than what i put out onto the main feed i know it was a little jumpy i was talking about like my rates and stuff like that um yeah i i, I want to be open and transparent with y'all because y'all are the people who are already doing the thing that i, I asked for you're providing the feedback you're saying we like what you're doing to the point that we want to support it and you want to continue to see productivity in tech continue to grow I genuinely don't know how to do this. Like I'm not, I'm not winging it per se. Well, I am winging it, but I'm not like drowning or anything, but we're like standing still. You know, some people would call this a, a period of plateau. And I know that part of that is that I am doing too much. I've recruited the help of, of some people in the community. You guys know who you are and thank you so much for your help on uh, finishing the render engine project. Again, render engine is a static site generator built in Python that is designed to be fast, intuitive and scalable. That is something that I believe in. I I've, been thinking about what this would look like for years ever since Pitt was first self-hosted using Flask. Uh, in my mind, I gave up on that to pursue more of a flat architecture. So this is literally four years in the making. Uh, there are some other projects, a few of you know of CompTalks, uh, that idea of creating the ability to find conferences in your area or in a selected area based on the tags that were provided. That's going to have to be a software as a service, you know, some type of SaaS offering that is, I don't know if we let developers create free accounts and then we charge the conferences or if we provide limited services to developers and then more expanded services for a monthly fee or if we allow for conferences to pay to get boosted in the rankings or 
take up a special promotion spot. I don't I don't know what that's going to look like. But I do know is that something that right now it's it's on the back burner because I don't know. So I know I've I've hinted at that for a while now, but I haven't forgot about it. It's it's just sitting there. The other thing that I, I was thinking about recently was a tool called Mortems, and it's the idea of doing pre and post mortems and having that content available to do and to use in future projects. That way, you know, we talk about doing these things so that we can take things with us for the next project, but then that rarely happens. So this is a tool that will assist with that. It's designed not to be a project manager, but designed to be an assistive tool that complements your project management tool or your uh, agile or scrum planning tool. And we want to help, again, all of this is designed to help make people more productive. All of, all of the things that I'm doing are designed to help create the community that I, I want to see Pitt become. And I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to move the needle. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks because I'm not concerned about Pitt, but I'm concerned about the continued growth of Pitt. I think at some point we're going to hit a, a, a point in things where we won't be able to grow anymore. And if that happens... What does that mean for the community? Does it stay at 50 people? Can I continue to put hours of my time, take time away from my family to make that happen? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But I want you to know that I am working. I, I thank you so much for your monthly contributions. You you continue to make Pit a reality uh, with the things that you're doing. Uh, I, I talked about it a little bit in the top show. There probably are going to be tiers to premium memberships. People that can afford more will get a little bit more of my time because I have to be able to start prioritizing how Pit grows. I have to start dialing down what I'm doing in pit if I want to see the community grow. Now, again, I don't know in what areas I'm going to cut. I don't know what areas I'm going to expand. I need your help in knowing what it is that pit provides for you that makes you want to continue to support it day in and day out. Because those are the things that I do need to continue to push in. But I also need to know what more can I do? You know, I talked about this in one of the other previous shows of like, how could I create $150 of content per month for a single individual? I'm not expecting you guys to pay me $150 a month. That, that's just completely asinine. But I want to give you $150 a month worth of value for whatever it is you wind up paying for it. 
because I do know that there are going to be some months where the content's just not for you. And I do know that there are going to be some months where the content just hits you home and it is exactly what you needed to, to get through that day, to get through the week and to make things, you know, to move the needle in your life. I, I know that I can't provide everything for everyone all the time. But I want to make sure that when I can provide it, I'm providing as much as physically possible. That way, I know that you don't feel like your time and your money are being wasted. So I'm going to be dialing it down a little bit, focusing, connecting with people in the community more, talking with them one on one really trying to figure out what I can do to help move that needle a little bit you know, further in the direction that you people, the people who are already supporting the community, feel like it should go and feel like it would most benefit you if it went in that direction. <laughs> 